baby metal stuff, huh? Yo, I'm. It's it's what I listened to yes today and yesterday morning. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm into this. The 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 sad part is, okay, is that I no one told me about them, and it like came up as a feed out of nowhere on my like I don't know YouTube shorts or something like that, and I guess because I've been like on a on a metal kick. And then I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, and, and Jay, I don't know if I ever, uh, sh- if you ever seen this, but it's like this PS, this is my weekly recommend. It's, uh, it's <laughs> getting that out of the way. We're going backwards. Out of the way. We're going backwards. It's based, it's a metal band uh, composed of three Japanese girls. It's, it's called Kawaii like, metal. Cause it's not like full on metal. It's like a taste of it. Uh, yeah i guess so but no i mean like even the backup band like is really good you know they're really tight and and oh they're talented (laughs) yeah it's heavy and then out of nowhere there's like japanese pop singing alongside heavy metal and it's amazing and then there's like k-pop like choreography too with his live shows and what's what's mind-boggling to me is that one i haven't i've never seen them before and two they're really 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 popular like oh massive sellout shows (laughs) Every, like across the world like i've seen videos in like australia america europe like oh my god they're humongous man so that like it's it's kind of like it's it sucks to not to know that i've been missing out but it's also kind of great to know that i'm getting to listen and know this band for the first time which i feel like a lot of people who love the band are envious right because you just every time you want to what what you love you want to kind of uh, bring it back to the first time you listened to it or saw it or whatever it is. So this is like my first time and I'm excited about it, right? Because it's so popular. There has there there there's a reason for it. And now I'm kind of reaping the benefits of everything it being my first time listening to them and watching the videos and everything like that. It's it's great. It's amazing. So if you guys are if you guys are looking for something different, check out Baby Metal. It's crazy. I tell you. Well, that. I don't know if I would say different anymore because like you said, like they've been around for a while. And yeah, that's true. The part that shocks me the most is, um, uh, yeah, because I'm not like a huge fan myself. I'm like, uh, I listen to everything, but I also like a lot of extreme metal. So, like, they've been on my radar for a while. Uh-huh. What I didn't know, because I was just curious, I was like, okay, I'm not a big fan, but I'm just curious because I do think they're talented. I'm just not a fan. Um, they're like really young and they've been around for a while. So I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit, have they been doing this since they were teenagers? And if they were doing this as teenagers, that's pretty wild. Like the, the scale of what they were doing, like the, yeah. the shows, uh, un- everything. Unbelievable. unbelievable. It's they, they're, they're very, very talented anyways. Okay. So that's going to be my weekly memory. So I'll skip mine when we get to that. <laughs> right. But this is, <laughs> this is a Raptors based podcast. So I, whoever's listening is probably like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Um, we're actually talk. we're actually supposed to be here to talk about the Toronto Raptors. So welcome to that's rap podcast, a podcast by Raptors fans for Raptors fans, And finally for quite some time. And I know we're going to be on a little bit of highest because Jay, you're going to Mexico next week. Hey man, doesn't mean you guys can't record. That's true. I'm, I'm just true. along for the ride today. Actually, I'm going to be in Stratford next week as well, too. Man, so. guys, okay, <laughs> well, you'll hear a solo. Solo pod. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm already talking to a lot of guests. So, hey, let, you might you might yeah. see a solo one and maybe just the maybe just an episode about baby metal. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> for this one, I want to talk about 
uh, a couple of a lot of rumors that are going around surrounding uh, one Pascal Siakam. That's the first and foremost I want to talk about. Uh, there, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I <laughs> automatically. I, I want to say first and foremost, I don't want to see Pascal Siakam go. Okay, and I said that with Fred too. And then once Fred left um, for a lot of money and. Uh, good for him man get that bag right uh i don't think toronto was ever going to give him more than 40 uh million dollars uh so good for him but knowing that so many people since the 2019 uh championship run that we've there have been stars that have left for nothing for us Kawhi, serge mark fred siakam can't be the next person he can't so the rumors surrounding him being traded is warranted because I feel like this this front office is like, holy crap, man. Like, there's no way that we can let this team down, let this fan base down and just watch one of their, albeit like, it's probably top, well, I want to say what, top five uh, Raptor of all time in Pascal Siakam. If he walks for nothing, I already thought that if Fred walked for nothing, that's already a failure for the, the Raptors. If Siakam walks for nothing, that is cat- catastrophic. We can't lose Pascal Siakam. Toronto Raptors cannot lose Pascal Siakam. Um, but there are so many rumors floating around Pascal. You're talking about from the Orlando Magic, from the Indiana Pacers, and the, I guess the strongest suit, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything is set in stone, but where there is smoke, there is fire. Guys, I'm going to ask you guys point blank. Is Pascal Siakam going to be a Toronto Raptor this upcoming season? Dre, I'm going to start with you. First off, I sure as shit hope so. Uh, but like <laughs> in, in all reality, jeez, um, the problem with a lot of this Raptor stuff that's happened lately is a lot of stuff that we've been talking about for a while where if it didn't happen right away, it eventually did, whether it's all the way back to Kawhi even, but like ignoring that, because that's a eon ago, in, in a contemporary sense. Is Nick Nurse going to leave? No, absolutely not. Okay, he did. Is Fred Van Fleet mm. going to leave? No, nah, absolutely not. Okay, he did. So the problem is, it's not so much... The problem is where there's smoke, there is fire. And it's not necessarily a, we're a bad team if we keep him. You know, because that's not been the, like, like the, like, it's not been the situation for the other two people that have departed. What it feels like is, and Raptors media is almost too good at keeping like the hounds at bay. I guess there's a lot of stuff behind closed doors. We just don't know because why is this, there this level of unhappiness or um, discomfort? You know, what, what exactly is, is going on? So uh, I know this seems like it's a little bit off tangent, but like, a lot of people are thrilled that Victor Wembanyama is a part of the Spurs because they have Greg Popovich, or he has Greg Popovich as a coach who can guide him. But I've heard a little bit of rumbling where it's like, well, none of the other young core people respect him, so why would he respect him too? So there's like a lot of this talk about stuff that we just don't know behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's possible with something as you know, like this top prospect and arguably the greatest coach of all time. Why is that not possible here? So, you know, the talk about Siakam, 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 there's obviously something we don't know. And 
it sounds like the basketball world itself does. And it's sad because I think he was really getting into the swing of things as a Raptor. I think the team could be definitely built ar- around him and Scotty. Um, there's a lot of good there. And I do love him as a player. And I have been a very big fan of his and a defender of his for a very long time. But there's obviously mm-hmm. something. So unfortunately, I don't want to be wrong three strikes in a row. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I would say if not the offseason, maybe before the trade deadline during the season, unfortunately. I don't know. I mean, Grange even pointed out he's giving me like a 70, 30, 70 percent chance like Pascal is going to be traded and 30 percent chance he will be signing extension. Jay, what are your thoughts? No, he won't be a Raptor. But he won't start. Will he not be a Raptor. Will not. He will not be uh, a Raptor. Okay. We are recording this. You heard it here first. Friday, <laughs> July 14th at 2.21 p.m. currently. So as it currently stands, he is a Raptor. As it currently mm-hmm. stands, he has every intention of, of wanting to sign an extension here. Mm-hmm. But, big but, uh, how many days has it been since he's been extension eligible and has not signed an extension? How many extensions have been announced the day it was eligible for a lot of players why hasn't that happened yet for Pascal? So I get it. Maybe they're working out details, but at the same time, you know, we, we talk about the smoke that's out there. I mean, it, it's all small things, right? It is, okay, well, maybe they're still working out the details of the deal. Okay, uh, I'd believe that. Um, what about other small, small, small details? Like, why isn't he at Las Vegas, like the rest of his teammates supporting the young guys? Um why has he gone radio silent since the season ended? Like there are all these small things again, not to be blown out of proportion, but added together, it kind of means something. Right. And the more the, with each passing minute, hour, day that he does not sign an extension, you have to think that going back to Jason's original point, you cannot lose this guy for nothing. So the closer you get towards the season, the more leverage the Raptors lose. And they, they lost mm. all that leverage with Fred. We just saw that. And next offseason, again, if extensions are not signed, you're looking at OG's final season. You're looking at Gary's final season mm. and Pascal's final season. That is even worse than this past year where we had to think about or, or plan around Fred, Yak, and Gary, right? So uh, a lot of things. I mean, you're basically going to be in an even worse situation next offseason. And again, as I, as I mentioned, and as Dre even pointed out, maybe this happens later on in the season. Maybe it happens closer to the trade deadline. But guess what? The package you're going to get at the trade deadline is going to be far worse than what you're getting now. Because now the Raptors are desperate to unload Pascal without mm. and, and, and desperate to like not lose him for nothing next offseason. So I would say... This time, like by the time the season starts, he's no longer a Raptor because the Raptors recognize, okay, well, uh, if if we can't sign this extension now, we need to at least recoup something here. And right. it'll be a package that no one's going to be happy about. It's going to be um, very underwhelming. That's what it I will think. be. It will be. It won't be. It won't be the kind of package that Portland will get for Dame Lillard, but it'll be bad. It'll be bad in the sense that, um, folks will be unhappy. You're going to hear Raptors fans saying that they're quitting on the team. They can no longer watch this team, blah, 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 blah. Fine. Mm -hmm. Jump off the bandwagon. We didn't want you anyways, but it's going to be 
fairly underwhelming because Pascal Siakam is an all NBA player. That it's you don't get anything better than what he's currently providing. So, right. um, you know, you, you pointed it out, you know, Atlanta's package is, is underwhelming. You're looking at DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella or DeAndre Hunter and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like it's not, that's not going to blow anyone's yeah. skirts up, right? Um, Indiana's package, kind of enticing, right? Buddy Hill provides shooting. You Maybe you can squeeze out two prospects in, in Matherin and Nemhart out of them. That's at least somewhat appealing. Yeah. Um, Orlando's package would be very appealing because they have a ton of prospects, right? You're looking at a starting point guard in someone like Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs. Um, you're looking at some good cap filler there. You've got a good defensive and uh, player in Gary Harris. So, like, Orlando can put together a good package. I just don't foresee them as being a very major player. I feel like their name is just in there to kind of scare Atlanta and Indiana into better packages. Um, but all in all, back to my original point, it, it's at this point, at this time, at this very minute, uh, mm-hmm. I don't see him as a Raptor in the next season. Damn. That's that's hard to take. But you're, it, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from because you're right. I don't think the packages, even if it is overwhelming now, it is going to be even more overwhelming. I mean, if, even though it's underwhelming now, it's going to be even more underwhelming during the trade deadline. And not only that, Let's say he's still a Raptor, okay? I'll go with let's still say a Raptor throughout the season. It's going to be so awkward because every single time he's going to be asked by the media, there's always going to be like, what's going to be happening with the extension? Are you going to be staying a Raptor? Have you seen any rumors? Are, every single time, and it's just going to be annoying. Kind of like Fred, you, you, we can't really take in like, oh, Fred looks at social media or anything like that, but like you saw what his IG said. Yeah, he you, he he even mentioned as like I've went from. Uh, one of the fan favorites to one of the most hated. It's not that he didn't see the hatred, right? And and again, also his, saying- his Instagram has been limited to a circle of people that he trusts only when it comes to his co- his comments that are allowed. He's had yeah. that for years. He's clearly right. aware. Yes, and I think that so is Siakam. I mean, both of them have been pretty uh, quiet uh, throughout their tenure as a Raptor on on social media, but like. You know, Siakam hears it. And the one person that has always been there to tell him, uh, you know, to silence the critics or everything, that has been Fred. And now Fred is gone to Houston. All signs are pointing for Siakam to to not be a Raptor. The only shining thing that the Raptor fans have to keep him is him saying that he wants to stay a Raptor and he doesn't want to sign an extension anywhere else, which could be detrimental for the Raptors. <laughs> if you think about it, right? Because just like where Damian Lillard said that he doesn't want to play, or, you know, his agent said that he doesn't want to play anywhere else besides the heat, besides Miami, that's going to be detrimental for Portland because then they're, you know, who's going to give him the right package, right? I, and and he don't really have a very good package, package, but like there's just no leverage anymore. So the fact that Siakam wants to say as a Raptor, it's like damn. I mean, we like what are we gonna get? What do we? The the underwhelming factor is huge, right? So I'm looking at the teams like you know Atlanta, uh, the Magic, the Pacers, all of which are compelling. They have good, uh, nice, you know, young young guys. But like Siakam is a top fifteen player, man, and the thought of him not being a Raptor, thought of him possibly walking is scarier than trading him. So if he's not a Raptor, I'd rather go obviously the route of trading him. 
you know, just get that extension signed, man. Like that'll just quiet everything. Everything will be good. You know, like that's not on him. I I don't think that's on, on Siakma. I think that's on the front office because. Oh yeah. yeah. That was not a call out to him. That was a call out to the front office. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. If, if you want, if the Raptors want to silence everything, send him a contract. Right. But they're taking in calls. I think that's the whole reason why it's been silent on both ends. They're just like, okay, we just have to figure out. But what I hope is that the, the conversation is open ended on both ends, right? I hope they're not ghosting Siakam. I hope that they're like, okay, this is what is possible and what might be happening. You might be ship. We might be trying to find a good trade package for you. And if not, then hopefully that you can sign an extension with us, but hold tight. You know, I kind of just hope that there is just an open, open conversation on both ends. That, so that's what too. I, that's yeah, what I, I hope so too. It's that's, just, that's what I'm hoping. Like I said, I, I think it's every passing day. It just seems more and more dire. Again, I'm just hoping that it's just a matter of like ironing out some, like, you know, crossing some T's and dotting some I's at this point. Right. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I crave for the extension announcement and it simply hasn't come yet. And, and I feel like it should have by now, but mm-hmm. well, let's continue to have faith that it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. All right. So not only that, but there are other rumors surrounding the Toronto Raptors. And of course, Dame time is still Dame time in Portland, right? Um, he hasn't moved. Like I said, he he apparently, uh, his as his agent said, he won't be happy if he goes anywhere else outside of Miami. However, there has there is a trade package that I wanted to kind of go run it by you guys, and this came from a Michael Pena uh, from the Ringer, and uh, I want to ask you guys. The Raptors. This is a trade rumor. The Raptors will get Damian Lillard and this year Little. The Blazers get, and then this is where eyes kind of squint a little bit. Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr., Chris Boucher, Thaddeus Young, Otto Porter Jr., a Toronto protected first round pick in 2028, and a pick swap in 2029. Hey, Why don't you take my child at the same time? Like, what more <laughs> do you want? I'll Jesus. give you my lung, and Jay can give you his left hand. I my mean, firstborn. Jeez. Yeah, that's it, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. At the same time, I'm not too opposed of this. Dre, I feel like you have a lot to say about it. Let me know your thoughts. I don't know if I have a lot to say. It's actually not the worst thing. I think it's just just too much. It's just too much. And I feel like what it is is the pressure of Damian Lillard. I'm not like – I'm not – being salty about this i actually have no problem with what he's doing i think he's given enough to the organization and he should be able to dictate where he can go the fickleness Mm -hmm. comes from what can miami offer i get that so i feel like a lot of this has more to do with dame being like i want to go to miami at whatever cost and portland being like well we're gonna have to do something else that they're going towards drastic measures i think that's the mindset people have when they conjure up trade ideas like this i think it has more to do with that than being rooted in reality i think it's like you know let's not have and i'm not comparing the two because damon lillard is a fantastic player let's not have a rudy gobert part two where you're giving up way too much Mm. and you're only getting like a certain because like it's not so much about quality i will defend rudy gobert i actually think he's a great player maybe being poorly implemented right now um i think when you give so much for one person, you're not just getting a player in return. You're losing a hell of a lot in return. And that's obvious, but I mean like defensive presence, uh, you know, range, 
you're, you're you're losing a lot of factors as opposed future. to just yeah a future when you're giving away so many picks right so um let's not do that and i also think that uh, you know with the players whose names are on the line i think giving away somebody like scotty barnes is the complete antithesis of what we are supposedly doing when we lose fred when we subsequently lose pascal this idea of our young core and we're going to base it around a guy we're losing that. And I love Damian Lillard and I'm not saying this in a very um, antagonistic sort of way, but like he's towards the latter part of his prime. He's still terrific, but you know, are we going to like have him for like a couple of really good years or is this like a longevity thing? So let's not be stupid Mm. about this. Maybe cut off one of the names or so. I think either Scotty or Gary Trent Jr. are, I, I think cutting off one of those names is enough, depending on who you ask. I personally think cutting off Scotty is fine and giving the rest up is should suffice. But if you're not in that not line of thinking, mm. yeah, if you're not in that same line of thinking, um, maybe cut Gary Trent Jr.'s name and keep Scotty there because he's you know rookie of the year and a lot of teams want him. I don't know what it is. That's a lot of things. Maybe cut the picks. I don't know. It's it's a lot of things. And mm. let's look. I feel like we've made many great business decisions in the past. I feel like in recent memory, we've made a couple of questionable ones. Let's not add to that laundry list. Let's not do that. <laughs> I, I think we're, we're 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 nitpicking, and rightfully so. I get it. Like this is the time to nitpick, but we're nitpicking on things that are probably not as important in the grand scheme of things you are teaming up dame og pascal and yak that is a in especially in this parody we're living in that's a title contender yes it is. uh i agree with you dre that it's a lot to give up because now you're looking at okay i just listed you a core four that is rock solid let's not be phoenix where's Where's he exactly? This is this is bordering on Phoenix, where it's like, okay, where's the rest of the team? Having said that, wouldn't you rather be the Phoenix Suns than the current Raptors? Like, I, I don't know. It's it's there's there are a couple things mm. here. Like, I know that Phoenix would hang up the phone immediately if you take out Scotty. Uh, they will probably also hang up if it is just like Scotty and Gary is probably the bare minimum they're looking at. Um, when we talk about, and again, I, I'm gonna reiterate this that i agree with you that it's a lot to give up so I, i'm i think i'm just more i don't know i, I guess i'm i'm being a hypocrite here and, and being a bit of a uh and nitpicking myself but would you rather take on that extra thing of, of like nas little and give up auto porter like i mean they they are essentially the same salary would you this is more of a smaller question but like it's would you rather have nas little or auto or porter jr that's an oh. open question to both of you because well, like, we, don't, we don't technically have Otto Porter Jr. already. I mean, did we, we do, man. see him? No, but I mean, he's like, coming back. We... <laughs> okay, he found his toe. He's back, baby. He found his toe. <laughs> he he Workout found the videos, junior. baby. <laughs> I, I think. I think what I'm trying to get at is is that um, you know, it, yes, it, the the depth will definitely be be hurt. Um, your four, your fifth starter is possibly Grady Dick now. I I don't know, but. Um, but those are the risks that you take for a player of, of Lillard's caliber. And uh, last year, when there were the KD rumors, it, all, I think all of us were unanimously like, no, you do not give up Scotty Barnes for KD. So what we're saying here is 
if we do agree that this is doable, uh, we're not saying that Lillard is better than Durant, not even close. What we're saying is that there are different, or maybe I would say less risks that go along with Lillard than there are with Durant. Number one, and this is the one thing I will disagree with you on, Dre, is that Lillard just had the best year of his career. Um, And that was really understated just because of his situation, the fact that he didn't make the playoffs, that kind of thing. Um, But statistically, it was the best season he's ever had. And he had a, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that he's having that at 32. So I'm saying that he's still at, his prime. He's not on the, the decline just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think trading just, for that is a bit just better. Just for reference, yeah. he averaged yeah. 32.2 points uh, last season. That's on also <laughs> how much better would he be with an organization that might treat him differently or with a team that can actually like back him up? So this yeah, might not. Playing- He's to playing with the, the Simpsons. Like, this might be the best season he's had so far. <laughs> yeah, like look, he was playing with yes. Simons, Love Jeremy that. Grant, and Nurkic. Now he gets to upgrade to OG, Pascal, and Yak. Like that's significantly better. Like I, I know you want to go to Miami, but like this is a far better situation than yeah. you'd be yeah. walking into with Jimmy Butler and Bam and no one else. So sorry, yeah. sorry, Kyle. I'm sorry. Just to finish my thought here, um, with with the fact that the Dame is a tad bit younger than Durant. He has far less injury concerns. So I think that's what makes this trade a little bit more palatable for me um, and why we consider doing it versus the whole Durant thing last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is it. Like this is this is a case where the Raptors will be stuck in mediocrity for this season at least. Um, if, if a big move is not made, if it's not like that Siakam trade that we talked about earlier and, and trying to get more prospects out of that, or if it's like, cutting the cord on Scotty Barnes, albeit early, but in order to speed up the timeline, as it were, on, on championship contention and take advantage of Pascal's prime and, and OG's, uh, you know, rise this year. So um, I would do it. Uh, you know, I as much as I want to keep Scotty and see how his future unfolds, the future as it presently stands is right now. If you can mm-hmm. pair up Dame with, with our current core. I have a couple of thoughts on this too. Um, one is again, I think I'm I'm fifty fifty, obviously because of the Scotty Barnes situation. But if you're if you're thinking about the the whole Kevin Durant situation and how nobody unanimously in the Raptors uh, fan base said no, uh, we are not going to trade for with uh, for Kevin Durant um, with Scotty Barnes. I think with Kevin Durant, one, like you said, Jay, he's significantly older. He's significantly more injury prone. And also, uh, we only had him for one year via like the Kawhi situation. So as much as, you know, we could have gone to the route of like the 2019 championship, it's still a risk. Whereas in this case, the emulator, we would have him for three more years in that contract. And and everything that else you said about him with him not being injury prone and him having the best season of his career uh, last season. So another thing about it is that if you have if you're going all in with Damian Lillard you're going all in with everybody else in this case why would you you know trade for Damian Lillard and then not you know give a contract to let's say Siakam and OG and and everything else so like at least you're giving the fan base a clarity of what you're going to do 
right? Yeah. And I think that has to deal with the the frustration. And I know that I will lose a talk about it in in his in his pod that like the fan base is is confused. Right. We're like, where are you? Where are you going with this? Obviously, I think the plan A was to re-sign Fred. Now Fred is gone. What is plan B? And nobody has an idea. And it feels like the front emphasis doesn't really have an idea either. Right. So, uh, you know, we've done it in the past where we go big or go home with the Kawhi situation. And if we didn't win, I feel like all of us would have been like that was a trade that we would have done anyways. Right, I, I feel like from the three of us, I feel like that would have that was a, a good, uh, a positive trade for us. And in this case, I feel like it's, it's hella risky. You're you're giving up a whole bunch of prospects. Obviously, Scotty Barnes is the biggest name in that thing. But we said it, we were talking about it before, uh, uh, Jay. That like if you put in Scotty, you're going to have to put in a lot other uh, more in order for the contracts to match, right? So, and if you take away Scotty, and if you give something like you know I don't know Gary Tran and and oh Jakob Pertl, just to make the things just to make the contract uh, match, is you know Portland's not going to take it, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm 50-50 on this. I'm not going to be like, let's hang up the phone. I I think that it's something it's warranted to like really think about. And I think this is like the most compelling trade that I've seen out there for Damian Lillard as a as a Raptor fan. I'm not saying let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's let, you know, Bobby West, let's pick up the phone. Let's do this right now. Right. I just think that it's something to think about. That's I made this joke. I made this joke on Twitter, and I will make it here again. Like, I want this trade to happen mainly because I want to see Nick Nurse do box and one against the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, Dame is the only shooter yeah. on his team. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so he okay. Here's my final question for you guys, and we'll move on. Um, who's gonna get traded first? Pascal Siakam, Damian Lillard, James Harden. I'm going to say Damian Lillard because I've already heard rumblings that Portland's settling on something to do with draft picks and Tyler Hero. They're just looking for that third team. I've heard mm. like a lot of rumblings, a lot of rumblings. More than just, it might be Duncan Robinson or it might be this guy. No, no, like I've heard that it's specifically Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero has like cut out all ties with Miami when it comes to social media. So Interesting. it's it's happening. I just don't know in what capacity. Or mm. Miami's going to get rid of him anyway for somebody else. But um, if that happens, then that means Miami didn't secure him and Dave's going elsewhere. So with all of that in mind, I feel like it's going to be Dame. Um, I feel like it's going to be Dame. James Harden, for a microsecond, looked like he was going to stay. But then he's like, nah, I'm still going. So, yeah. you know, they, they haven't really, like, exercised that properly, I don't think. Uh, Siakam, I feel like the information we're getting is developing by by the day. I feel yeah. like Lillard is happening any second now. Like it, it could even happen like as soon as we hang up this call. I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm watching. I'm watching right now. I'll Waiting for that what we bomb. Yeah, exactly. Or or for us the J bomb. To be honest, yeah, that's true. How uh, I'm in Mexico. <laughs> While, while you're in Mexico. Right? Hurry, trade him now so he could do it before he goes to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jay, what about you? What do you think? Uh, good. It's actually a good question and something I've been, I've been toggling. Uh, I would say if Pascal gets traded, uh, he will be the first of the three. If he signs an extension or whatever, uh, it'll be Dame. Um, mm. This whole Harden thing can drag out actually into the season as much as they don't want that to happen. We've right. seen it twice with him already. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know it again. So yeah, the, I'll say this. Of the three, for sure, Harden will be... Oh, no, no, that, that's not true, actually, if, if Siakam signs this extension. Um, but I think with Dave, yeah, I, I would agree with, with Dre in the sense that like this whole Miami thing is just... Uh, you can't drag this one into the season, right? Um, yeah. With Siakam one, you can't either, but at the same time, the Raptors have played that game of chicken before. So uh, I think if I play the odds, I would say, yeah, it, w- it would be Lillard to get traded first. Mm. Agreed. I, I agree on, on that one. Um, mainly because I hope Siakam stays as Raptor. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, let's go to, not NBA related, but FIBA related. Team Canada has released their roster for the uh, FIBA World Cup. And it is a banger of a list, man. Let me let me let me just name this roster. Stacked. Woo, baby. Stacked. So let's go. Kyle Alexander, Nikhil Alexander Walker, RJ Barrett, Trey Bell Haynes, O'Shea Brissett, Dylan Brooks, Lou Dort, Zach Eady, which is crazy. Mel- Melvin Ejim, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Corey Joseph, Jamal Murray. Kelly Olynyk, Kevin Pangos, Dwight Powell, Casus Robertson, and Phil and Thomas Scrub. That is one hell of a roster. Obviously, you got some notable um, people who aren't there, as in Andrew Wiggins, uh, uh, Benethi Matherin, uh, Nam Hart, Shaden Sharp. There's a couple of people that aren't on the team, but at the same time, even without that, that's one hell of a roster, guys. When you saw this, um, I don't know. Jay, what do you think, man? Do we have a chance? Stack. Uh, I think so, so this, too. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, oh crap. You know, I should have been prepared for this, but uh, I believe the so the way that the group is organized, the the two other teams in their group are, I think, are Latvia and uh, I can't remember. I think it's like Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Um, so they should be able to get through those two, um, even with Kristaps Porzingis and whatever. Um, but it's France, right? That should be fun uh they will france will obviously be favored to be team canada considering they have like all the tall people uh but (laughs) having said that this team is really like this is what we've been waiting for right to see that sga jamal murray backcourt right to see nasty uh dylan brooks start world war three on on defense and and lou dort um possibly murdering someone like it it is a (laughs) great lineup to see and you know what i'm glad you didn't spend any extra time on those who are missing because who cares on those who are missing like whether they i I can say that at least one of them probably didn't even want to be on the team so screw you but the other ones it's that just shows how stacked this team is right there Mm -hmm. i know there are a couple of names here where where some folks are going to be like oh that's weird that person's not even in the nba but you know what they are very familiar with yeah. international rules, right? They are familiar mm-hmm. with the international game and FIBA. So that's why you're seeing those other names on there. So, um, and also this is the extended roster. This is a list of 18 names, but only 12 can mm-hmm. go to the World Cup. So six of these names are still going to drop off and maybe it is those FIBA guys, but at least they will be there for practice to help the NBA guys kind of understand some of the intricacies of, of FIBA basketball, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I, I can't mm-hmm. wait uh, to, to see how this team goes and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. This is, this is exciting. So we're in group H Canada, Latvia, Lebanon, France. Yep. Is yep. I'm France assuming, I'm assuming Webanyama is going to be on France. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, yeah, they, they've got, uh, I think it's top two from each group will advance. So yeah, obviously Canada is in a, 
is going to be favored as the second team to come out. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see how it'll be a good gauge to see how Team Canada is uh, when they face France, because yeah. right now they are probably ranked a little bit lower than they should be, uh, because a lot of their international games have been without this roster. So mm-hmm. it'll be a good gauge. And- and also, uh, don't forget that Nick Nurse is no longer the head coach of the Team Canada basketball. It that is, is Jody Fernandez. Not, not to be understated because yeah. losing your head coach and all your direction heading into the World Cup, like two months ahead or one month ahead, is mm-hmm. really not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're a lot is going to and, and FIBA is very reliant on continuity, on familiarity, and not only is this team not familiar with each other, uh, a lot of these guys are not familiar with playing with each other. Now you got to add in a new coach. Like mm-hmm. that is my one big, 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 big red flag mm-hmm. for this team. Um, there's no denying the talent. It's just, can it come together in time to make some noise? Right. Well, so uh, Jay, I mean, Dre, I want to ask you with that Canada roster, do you think, and let's say, you know, they, they go past the group stage, they go into the uh, quarterfinals, semifinals, and they possibly, possibly meet a team USA team in the gold medal game uh i'm gonna name off the gold medal uh, the usa men's national team <laughs> you've already decided right. it i'm already looking forward to it because I, I would love to see this matchup all right so the u.s team all right we got paula Pancharo, mikhail bridges jalen brunson anthony edwards tyrese halliburton josh hart brandon ingram jaron jackson jr cam johnson walker kessler bobby portis and austin reeves and i believe I believe they're getting co- being coached by Steve Kerr. I think I, th- I, I don't don't or is recall. It pop- I don't <laughs> remember. Anyways, um, I gotta fact check that. But anyways, thinking about that team, Jay and Dre, Team Canada versus Team USA. Who you got? I mean, a lot of people online love to clown this USA team. I'm not gonna say that they're terrible. I'm not gonna say that they're terrible. They actually, they really are. No, I, I think that they have like um, they have a lot of talent on their team just because they don't have these, these huge top tier names or anything. Having said that, I feel like Team Canada, because this is mm. in, as far as I've been paying attention, as far as I've been paying attention, this Team Canada might be the one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Since I've been paying attention, it might not be ever. I could be wrong. But like in the, like the last couple of tournaments, um. I feel like Canada could, if we reach the stage, I feel like Canada could give them a run for their money. And I wouldn't typically say that. I'm not, I Listen, don't like to play biases that, or have homerism. I like to be real. That Shea and Jamal Murray are, uh, like backward is already crazy to think about. That's really good. And you've yeah. got like a lot of really good players still. So like, um, like that's the thing. Is there anybody, I would say it'd be Anthony Edwards, but like, is there anybody on the US team that's like as big of a name or as, you know, as like promising as a talent for such a competition as Shea Gilchrist Alexander. <laughs> like that's tough. That name alone. That's yeah. Tough. it. That's it. I mean, I, I can't fault. Luca's Luke, still alive, right? Like Luca is still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, like on, on the American team is what I'm saying. Oh, right, 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 right. No, 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 not on the whole. Look, listen, the Euro teams are a different story. Like, should yeah. we reach the finals to face the U S but I don't even know if that's happening. 
but the, the hypothetical true. question was if it's us versus yeah. us yeah. Yeah. in mm -hmm. the grand yeah. scheme of things we have to face european teams like god help us so i don't know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh jay I, I, who, who you got I, man this, this is actually a tough call i actually you know if, if, if this were to happen i'm going to go with the u.s oh um, come on Mm. No. If there's one thing I'm gonna really nitpick about the, this rap, uh, Raptors, uh, this Canada squad is that like it's the big man situation, right? Like Kelly Olynyk is gonna yeah. be your starter. You're, you're relying a lot on like I mean Dwight Powell is there, and Zach Eady, man. Zach Eady's Meaning... gonna get zero play. player. He may not uh, even I make the so. roster to be honest with you. But, like, uh, I know, I know. It's a pretty small team. Uh, so very, I mean. Guard and wing heavy, and that's you know, that will take you very many places. But um, with with and, and maybe because of the evolution of the game and the three point shot and all that stuff, it, it'll work in Canada's favor in most situations. But I think against teams who have a lot of length, such as the the Americans and, and the French, uh, I, I think Canada will have trouble with them. Having said that, um, yes, I think the U.S. could beat the Canadian squad, but I will say this: they are not winning the world cup mm. big that's team. my call yeah that's that's it. my call Whew. i'm excited i'm excited i i feel like i just because of the hype i'm going i'm going team canada man i i think the u.s team isn't as bad as people say that's for damn sure uh but i'm going team canada this one i think i think we really have a chance that front card is just 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 nuts just nuts to think about so we'll see and if you we'll get a chance that. to watch it like any of Team Canada's games, like obviously that's appointment television for anyone because it's Team Canada and they're a, mm -hmm. a wonderful roster to watch. But like a side like benefit from me personally is that all of those games are in the Philippines. So yes. I'm totally down to watch like yes. Philippines crowds, like Philippines basketball is religion. So yep. the crowds are going to be absolutely nuts. And I, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, the country where my parents are from where my nationality is like i want to see them on the on the big stage and, and come through so just just for reference i'm looking at the schedule right now team canada is going to be playing at jakarta first if they make it through the group stages and they go into like the final stages quarterfinal semifinal then it's going to be played all in manila oh yeah yeah so you got Man manila uh, for groups A through D, and then Okinawa in Japan for group E. Oh, and why F did I have in... them in the Philippines? No, oh, you know what? Probably think... No, no, I know that. There's like, there's different, uh, sorry, venues or whatever. But right, right, I right, think right. I had them mixed up with um, with the states. I think the states are starting in Manila. Um, like their group yeah, games are yeah. in, in the, the states. Are, are That's why I mixed it up. Right. It's it's a yeah, Philippine, yeah. Ja Japan, and Indonesia FIFA, uh, FIFA World Cup. Right. Yeah. Right. But the main, but like the the final, the group, the the final stages are in Manila. Yep. at Mall of Asia, as as it should, as it yeah. should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's gonna be wild. I gotta ask you, and I already I already talked about my weekly recommend, but Jay, you're going to Mexico. Uh, Dre, you're where are you going next week? Stratford. Uh, we're going to Stratford. Stratford. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you guys are gonna have to give me some weekly recommends, man. So Dre, Dre, let's start with you, brother. Um. Okay. Sure. Uh. So, I mean. A lot of the movies I've been watching have been older and like music has kind of been all over the place. There's like nothing I want to really like spotlight that's like maybe new in those respects. In terms of video games, I'm still playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, I yeah. beat the main storyline 
I have done, if this makes any sense, I've done every shrine, every light route. I've done almost every side adventure. I'm doing the side quests, and I'm still oh, only at 52%. This game is too big. Holy crap. <laughs> this, game is, this, this game is too big. I've plugged like 160 hours, and I'm at 52%. So, <laughs> well, um, I'm going to not recommend that because I already have. It's still like a, a terrific game, but good Lord, I, I still have my work cut out for me. Uh, instead... Um, I've been trying to take up a lot of reading this year. So nice. um, I don't do a lot of like contemporary novels, but there was one that caught my attention that I made, uh, you know, I made the time for, I think it was last month and it just came out this year. It's uh, nonfiction, even though it sounds like it's real. It's called the biography of X by uh, Catherine Lacey. It's a postmodern hmm. novel. It's like a fictional um, biography of an artist. Uh, again, it's, it's not an artist who actually exists. Her name is X. And she, uh, you know, she divulges in music and uh, art and performance art. And it's basically, you know, post her suicide, uh, her uh, former, you know, her uh, surviving partner trying to go through all of the uh, corridors of her life through uh, articles, through word of mouth, and try to discover who her wife really was. Um, and really finding out like the person behind, you know, the artistry. But again, it's like told in a very postmodern sense. So there's like fake footnotes for like books that, and articles that don't even exist that kind of like create like this, this big world of like this um, champion yet exceptionally problematic individual. Um, I think it kind of just rips wide open what a biography of somebody really looks like. And mm -hmm. I don't know, it's like, I think it's a terrific, terrific book. So, uh, yeah, the uh, biography of X. Dope. That sounds interesting. My God. Mm -hmm. It's I really cool. The industry stuff, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> My bad. Jay, what about you, man? Uh, I don't have a TV show or a movie. I have a game. Uh, that hey. two of you know about crossovergrid.com. Uh, okay, so the thing, <laughs> the thing that's uh, kind of taken over, you know, there's always a, a new game or puzzle or thing that goes viral. Uh, the Immaculate Grid kind of made the rounds a couple of weeks ago. It's a three by three grid uh, for all of the baseball fans out there where they put three teams on the X axis, three teams on the Y axis, and you're just trying to find players who have played for both of those teams. Um, pretty cool game. It's called Immaculate Grid because you're trying to get nine out of nine without any mistakes. So there's a basketball equivalent. It is uh, really on... tough. <laughs> for and, and you know what? I say that I agree with you because I, and you got to be honest with yourself here, right? Like you can, yeah. you, you can cheat, right? That's what basketball reference is for, but right. I choose not to cheat. Like I want to challenge myself. I want to work my brain. And sometimes so, I ask you like the Charlotte Hornets slash Bobcats. It's like, who gives a shit? Like who's going to know that? <laughs> I think we're on like our third straight day of the Timberwolves. I'm like, I'm running out of Timberwolves to think of. So anyways, <laughs> uh, check out crossovergrid.com. Please don't cheat. Um, and see if you can get a perfect grid. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to brag that I did finally get my first perfect grid nice. a couple days ago. I um, got mine uh, for today's like at midnight. So like at like one in the morning, I got my first perfect one today. 
I think perfect, the best part amazing. is like it's not timed either, right? So you don't really have pressure. Well, thank and and yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. So here's my routine. Obviously, everyone is different, but this is because I'm 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 in my 40s and my memory is just not there. I start the game right after midnight. Like the second there's a new game, I start yep. it oh, yep. after midnight. I'm usually tired. I won't yeah. finish it. I go to sleep. I wake up. I try to think about it again. Uh, and the one day that I got it perfect, I started it at like 12.01. I finished it at 11.58. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I was like so putting so much pressure on the final one. Like I had eight out of eight. I had Who was it? Yes go. It was kings and timberwolves i couldn't think of like who's played for both teams and i oh. had a name in the back of my head and the name in the back of my head surprisingly was brad miller i'm like i don't know why oh I think my he, God. he had like a cameo in minnesota but i'm like okay if i can't think of anyone i'm just gonna throw in brad miller at like 11:59, and i did and it worked and i was like and it worked? okay fine that's well, it I, what was the percentage uh, it was like four wow. percent. I had a couple of words. Like, that's yeah. high for him. Yeah. Yeah, percentage is like it's just so everyone, if you guys play the game, it, it right. also gives you a percentage of like how many people guess that. So like, you know, like the other day it was like the Raptors and the Clippers, and if you guessed Kawhi Leonard, it was like I don't know seventy percent. Or about like right? Lou Williams. But if you put Lou Williams, it's yeah. probably like ten percent because most people mm. guess Kawhi. But that's. That's kind of the game is played. Um, I'm currently in the middle of today's game, so I'm not going to give away anything. Oh, so I was going to share mine because I was so excited about it. I'll, I'll no, wait. I'm but, still doing it, man. I'm still doing it. But anyways, I will check it share out. the lowest percentage I've received is below 1%, which I'm really, really proud of. It's because of um, who he played for from inside the NBA. I just remembered <laughs> like all the years of Josh McRoberts popping up. Oh my and God. like I used him for something. I don't even remember what it was. It was like... Um, Oh god, I don't remember what the teams were, but I was like, I think Josh McRoberts has played for both. And it was like zero point four. I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I had so good. I pride myself on getting the less than one percent. I've had like three or four of them where it's like 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.4, only because it's like it's just a random name that I I remembered from like back in the day. But I struggled with like like more common ones. But anyways, crossovergrid.com. Check it out. Uh, it's fun. It's it'll hurt your brain a bit if you don't cheat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's my reason. I had to cheat for the college one because, like, I don't watch college balls. But it's like, uh, which of these teams played for? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. Like the Wolves, like the LSU or whatever they are. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. god damn it! Like, I'm not gonna know <laughs> that. Come on. <laughs> oh god, fun, man. It's fun. Yeah, that's Check a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun, man. Okay, well, I appreciate you guys coming on today. Uh, and we will talk again soon. Hopefully there's going to be some news about Pascal and or Dame and or Harden and all the rumors. But until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>